Hey everybody, my name is Eric. My name is Takandra, and welcome to Building, Building with, with the Browns. Browns. We are super excited to bring you fresh revelation and perspectives based on our life experiences. Yes, we are all about laying foundational truths regarding marriage, love, faith, family, finances, and more that are built to last. We hope you enjoy Building with the Browns. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Building with the Browns. It's your girl, Takandra. And it's Eric. And we are excited to be with you today. So we got a question. Mm. Well, I got a question for you. Okay. Do you love you? Yeah. You do love you? (laughs) I do love me. Um, Not always good at it, but I try to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think this is a hard question. It's probably one of the hardest questions to answer because in most cases, our love is only gauged upon what we do for others and how we treat others. Right. Yeah. But today we want to focus on the topic of of self-love and self-care, especially in marriage Mm -hmm. and maybe discuss some ways that you you know, practice self-care and self-love versus the way that I do things. But again, this question, do you love you? I think this is a question that everybody needs to at some point sit down with yourself and ask yourself, do you love you? Because if you're like me, Mm -hmm. you've probably beat yourself up, you know, about things to the point where you felt like a total failure. Right. Okay. We've probably called ourselves worse names Mm -hmm. than others have called us. And just so many other things, you know, we've been hurt by people and and blamed ourselves for being hurt. So those are some of the things that when you think about, okay, am I this type of person to do this? Do I blame myself? Do I beat myself up? Am I that self-critical more than I am self-compassionate? If that's you, then maybe you need to learn a little bit more about self-love and self-care and what that looks like. And we have to kill the narrative that self-care and self-love means selfish. Right. Right. We self-care and we and we love ourselves because it benefits the person that we're that we're with as well, not just ourselves. So I like to say there's two sides to this. And there's the natural self-care that you can do. But scripture that came to mind for me that that really put this in perspective for me and made it okay and gave me the freedom to take care of myself and to love myself the way God made me. That's Galatians 5, starting at the 28th verse. Mm. I'm just going to read that. It says, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. Mm. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. Yes. No one hates its own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. Yes, sir. And feel free, men, because we always talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. But man, there's an Ephesians 5 man. Come on. That God has called us to be. And so I wear this chapter Right. Not only this, this verse, but this chapter as as a badge of honor or as a a standard for us as husbands and yeah. men to follow, um, because the, the the most important thing of that was as Christ loves the church. Yeah. And we're not talking about a physical building. We are talking about you. <laughs> He's talking about me. Right. I am the church, you know. And right. so I got to take care of this because it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to him. Right. Right. And so. That same energy, that same effort that we're putting in for that, we got to put in for ourselves in our relationships. 
Amen. Man, yeah. you said you you we could end the podcast <laughs> with just that. I mean, because that that in Ephesians five, man, come on, come on. And I might have just gave y'all an exclusive, no, but it's okay. Yeah, it is an exclusive. Okay, that's an exclusive. But but you know what? I love that you pointed out one that it talks about how a man loves the way he loves himself. His right. own body is a reflection, basically, of how he loves his wife. Yeah. So when we look at that from not just a physical perspective, but mm-hmm. we can look at that from many different angles. Um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, how a man loves on himself in those areas is also a reflection of how he loves on his wife. Right. So physically, let's talk about physically self-caring for your body, because um, some of us don't know how to take care of our body physically. Right. And, yeah. you know, I always tell you, I mean, I don't want to talk about your stomach, your little, your little stomach, but <laughs> we it's always a problem area. It right is now. a problem okay. area. And I probably contribute to the problem. <laughs> Um, what would you say are some self-care tips that you implement in your own life that you can share with other men that can help them learn to love on their body so that they can see their wife in a different light? Because there are a lot of men out there who may be looking at their wives and they may be struggling with the way their wives look because they may not be, you know, a a particular size or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. And instead of pointing fingers or being critical at them, they could just, they could just point it themselves and say well if she's a reflection of me in a sense what can i do that can inspire her you know to make a change so so for me i've always been physically fit right you know thanks to the military but i've always been very athletic you know since i was a kid so i didn't really know what it was to be out of shape but the older i've gotten and you know since we've been married and our marriage has evolved over the years food is a very important part of our relationship yeah i like Um, to eat (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if we ain't got nothing going on, if we disagreeing about something, yeah. what we're going to do is we eat. Gonna eat. We're okay. going to agree on that all the time. <laughs> yep. But um, for us, you know, the the challenge was not only for me to be fit, but watching you struggle with your own weight throughout our marriage. So on one hand, I wanted to be an example. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I, I sometimes would feel guilty because it was a part of my job. So I would get up and run and do all these things. And then sometimes I would come at you and be like, let's do this or let's do that. Or we'd be trying to work out together. And I was barking at you like you was a soldier. And you're like, I'm not one of your soldiers. Oh, gosh. You know? Yeah. So like it was one of those like slippery slope type things where I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to let you figure out your own path. And we've even you know, hired personal trainers for you outside of me because sometimes it's it's hard. Yeah. Um, but physically looking at my body now, I don't blame you because I could push the the plate away. You know, <laughs> I didn't get this pudge because you know, I just lost myself. No, I just, Mm-mm. my metabolism slowed down, right? <laughs> Age. So, yeah, so you start aging. But mm. I think what happens is like, some men just get comfortable with it and they yeah. don't feel like they have to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want you to always be attracted to what you married. Come on. Because I didn't look like this when no, we got married. No, baby. I... <laughs> Although I do believe that I have become what you have spoke over oh, yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I want you to be a little more chunky. Yeah, I, I did. Want you to be... <laughs> And people feel out. Yeah, and I, was, I used to always be heavier than you. Right. Now people don't know, you know, if yeah, they yeah. know me now, don't didn't know me then, I used to always be heavier than him. So I always felt like I was bulky and right. he was just this little toothpick and I just could never <laughs> measure up. I mean, and there were and let's just be honest, there are deeper issues mm-hmm. when, you know, a male or a female
female are struggling with their weight. Um, there are some deeply rooted issues with that. And there's that's not something that a husband can fix for a wife or a right. wife can fix for a man. So we're not saying that, you know, you, your wife and your husband are solely responsible for saving you when yeah. you have some issues as it relates to your weight. My thing is you can take a look at each other mm-hmm. and say, you know what, because if we're a reflection of each other, right. you're a mirror. Mm-hmm. You're a mirror of me. You're yeah. a mirror of something, you know, that I may not even realize about myself. Right. So I think during those times when you were in the military and I was struggling with my weight, I think that's a struggle that a lot of housewives or a lot of yeah. military wives deal with. And I don't know why. I think it's because we do. We kind of go through that phase of losing ourselves. Yeah. Trying to figure out, you know, who we are mm-hmm. as this military wife, mom. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot going on. Separation so. anxiety. You that know? is well, um, definitely. The biggest thing when you when you have that is finding comfort in yeah. things yeah. to replace that person and usually food is the first it's thing the first thing yeah and it ain't even full course meals it's snacks yeah. it's those things the sweets and yeah you know the things that bring you joy which you're supposed to have those but they have to be in moderation and it can't be a replacement or used to replace the person that's not in the picture right and so because i find myself now you know when i'm on the road and stuff like that with mm-hmm. my job now i start snacking more oh, me too. i start eating late because i'm missing you i'm having this separation anxiety and i'm not really dealing with the the anxiety yeah. i'm just eating through it yeah i'm trying to eat through it but then i'm complaining because <laughs> this right? weight picking up right. these inches around these my waist for work and yeah. yeah so it's a challenge but one of the things i definitely want to point out when we talk about being physically aware as men we want to be the healthiest version of ourselves one because we're with the person that we're supposed to be with two we like being with you meaning mm-hmm. i don't want to die because i didn't know how to say no to a plate of food or because I didn't keep myself physically fit. And so, and it's not to say that because I'm physically fit that I'm going to add 20 years to my life. You know what I'm saying? Although but it could, <laughs> it could, although it could, but we don't know when yeah. our expiration date is, but we don't want to speed it up either. Right. You know? And so I feel like you have to prolong that time as long as you can by doing the right things. And sometimes it, it just calls for sacrifice. Yeah. You know, the things that you love the most, you can still love it, but you just can't have the most of it. Right. Right. You know? And you said earlier that there's a difference between being selfish and mm. selfless. Right. I think sometimes finding the balance between, okay, how do I find time for me, especially in marriage? Right. How do I find time to take care of myself mm-hmm. physically without having to be, you know, codependent or always with my husband or always with my wife? That's something that I felt like I struggled with. It was like, I didn't know how to be me outside of you. Right. <laughs> I didn't no know now. how to find. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. So for you, because you were in the military and you were used to working out and things of that nature and you're athletic. Right. I'm not athletic. I mean, I played sports. I played not sports, but I played softball, right. you know, growing up. That was about it. That's mm-hmm. about the most athletic you ever going to get out of me right now. I'm more along the lines of health and nutrition. Like yeah. I prefer to eat healthier than I do just going and working out. Right. I don't like to sweat, yeah. <laughs> you know, unless I'm sitting in a sauna. Right. <laughs> Too easy. So what are some tips that you would give to men about self-care as it relates to loving on their own body? Right. And how they can do that? It's not all about muscles. It's not all about 
the six pack and those things. Um, although those things are great, and for me, they very I definitely great. want to get them back. Very great. Okay. Very good. Uh, I feel I feel the best when I'm stronger, and that helps out in every area, fellas. I think one of the tips is like my grooming. My yeah. appearance, I've had to make an adjustment as far as my hair because I lost <laughs> my hair, right? It started to recede a few years ago, so I had to shave. And so it requires me to be, you know, a little bit more cognizant of the length of my hair because it looks, I look homeless when I don't shave. <laughs> and don't nobody want to look homeless. <laughs> so um, that's one area physically that I, that I pay attention to. The next area, obviously, would be how I dress. You know, for me, when I dress up, I feel better. Right. Right. And it don't even have to be brand new clothes. It's just to put on some clothes. You know what I mean? Like put on a nice outfit, get you a nice blazer or something or a really nice button down shirt. Like that makes me feel good physically. And it helps me mentally, too, because if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you're probably going to look good. That's right. Right. And so that's another area. And, you know, I said grooming, but hygiene, man, just take a bath. You know, <laughs> <laughs> smell good for your lady. You know, if I smell good, woo. It attracts you, yeah, um, and that builds intimacy and things like that. So physically, th- those are some of the areas that that I try to stay on top of. You sure do. Thank you for sharing. Yes. All right. So let's go to the next area mm-hmm. of of self love and self care, and this one's very important because it's right. spiritually. You mm-hmm. know, how do we love ourselves spiritually? So I guess my question would be for you is how can we learn to love ourselves first or enough? to love a neighbor what do you think i think when we talk about loving ourselves first that's accepting who god created you to be right and a lot of times it's an identity crisis when people can't love others because they don't know who they are Mm. you know and and you have to flaws and all you have to take take it for what it's worth you know you're not perfect and i know you know what i'm saying my stomach hang out a little bit long you know longer than it should and i can't see my belt like i used to or whatever the case may be but i know what i did to contribute to that right and i know that's not the original state that god put me right, in right and so i need to take part in my own you know love because he loves me either way absolutely you understand and so his love is not conditional right meaning we should mirror that when we when we dealing with other people. And so when I take the, when I took the conditions off of our love, I was able to love me mm. easier mm-hmm. because which now I'm turn, not right. Which in turn makes it easier, easier to love me. you. Amen. Right. And you can attest to that because, like you said, you've had your challenges physically yeah, and mentally. You absolutely. Know, and, I've and spiritually. Really, yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's the key. The key is, you know, in order for you to love yourself first, you have to love God and you have to understand and right. know the depth of his love for you. Like you said, his love is unconditional. And sometimes we do love ourselves conditionally. It's like I love myself when I'm like this. Right. I love myself when I'm like that. But that's not the same love that the father has for his child. Right. Like he don't love you only when you perform for him. He doesn't love you only when you do this or do that for him. He loves us unconditionally. That's good. And that's and that's the next step is learning how to love yourself. The Bible says one love God with all of your heart and then love others. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't love others to a degree that you don't even love yourself. Right. And and some for some people, you know, I think self-care is so important because we've learned or society has taught us or even the word, people will take the word and be mm-hmm. like, you know, well you got to love on everybody else and you know yeah. do this and, and and basically you have to suppress taking care mm-hmm. and loving yourself at this you know expense yeah. of doing everything else for everybody mm-hmm. else and although we want to do that but 
That's just like me trying to pour out to people from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. I cannot pour from an empty cup. I can only and should only be mm-hmm. pouring from a place of overflow. Right. So uh, when and I'm talking about when it's min- when it comes to ministering to people, we should be pouring from a place of overflow. Mm-hmm. Meaning the Lord has filled me up so much to the point where I can't contain it all for myself. Right. I I have to pour this out in order for there to be room enough. Yeah. You know, for me to continue to receive more and f- for me to continue to be able to give right. to others. So the thing is, how can I love you mm-hmm. when I don't even know how to love me? Yeah. I don't even know how to love me. I don't know how to take care of me. I don't know what Tacondra likes to eat or what Tacondra likes to drink or what Tacondra likes to do for fun. But I know everything about everybody else. Right. right? And I'm sure so many people mm-hmm. can relate to that. You know what so-and-so's favorite color is, what their favorite dish right. is, where their favorite restaurant is to go, you know, place to go to, whatever the case may be. But when you sit there and you ask yourself those questions, mm-hmm. you like a deer sitting in, stuck right. in the headlights, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's important that we sit down and have these conversations and even take action. Like, don't just mm-hmm. sit there and have a conversation. Well, that's the that's where you start. But it's like take an action step. Yeah. So take an action step. What does that mean? That means do something for yourself, whatever it is. I don't care what you come up with. Just think of something random and go do it. For example, schedule a massage, schedule a facial. Right. Sometimes you don't know what your self-care looks like or what you enjoy until you try something different yeah you know for me self-care is like going to starbucks and getting coffee i don't care how unhealthy it is (laughs) right i like starbucks and it's okay yeah like it's okay um another one would be me going and you know getting a facial done Mm -hmm. doing a facial on myself you know it doesn't have to be something that you you have to go out and pay for but be something you do for free take a nap right like I like to sleep. That is part of my self-care routine. I like to sleep. I like taking naps. I like resting. And I like not talking on the phone when I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. When yeah. you, you got some stuff, some ideas. Yeah, I would say, here. you know, uh, go to your favorite restaurant by yourself. Yes, like go on a date. With you. With you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So give give yourself a reason to dress up or whatever and just go enjoy your favorite meal and your favorite drink by yourself. You know? I think that's so important, especially for people who may not be married right. and are enjoying, like, sit in your singleness and enjoy it. Like, yeah, yeah. sip on it. Find out what you like to do, because when you become one with, a, you know, your spouse, it's difficult to try to love all the same things. Exactly. The same way. The same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard enough. You're trying, you're, you're, you know, you're mm-hmm. trying to become one. So you're discovering what this person likes and what you don't like and things yeah. of that nature. But it's important not to lose your identity mm-hmm. and who you are in the process. Yeah. You know, it's like you become one, but still maintain your individuality, still know what you like, still, you know what right. I'm saying? It's important because that's something that I believe I know both of us, I, you know, yeah. lost. We got married at a young age and we didn't give our times. Yeah. We didn't give, give ourselves, ourselves time. time to figure out what yeah. we did and didn't like until we, we yeah <laughs> didn't didn't like what you did and you yeah. didn't like what i did and i'm like well we gotta do something you gotta do something <laughs> we've been you know and right. then it's like and then we were conditioned to just kind of go with the flow and I, well i'm gonna right. like what you like and especially you you always like maybe whatever and that's yeah. maybe that's just a man thing i mean right. i think y'all i'm just not that picky yeah so i'm gonna find something like what i learned is even if 
I'm not king to the idea of what you want to do. We'll do it. I'm going to find something in there for me that I can connect with or that I find interesting. So like you, you'll go to the same restaurant and you'll order the same thing every time. Me, on the other hand, (laughs) I just refuse to order the same thing. And I'm grateful for that, you know, because it's because of you not ordering the same thing that I actually step outside my comfort zone. But if I didn't love myself enough to order something or to stick to my guns and try new things, we'd both be eating the same thing. What you trying to say? I don't love myself. No, 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 no. That's what I made it about me. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I made it about hearing with my pink. Yeah, you was. earbuds i made it about me sound like you was trying to say i ain't love myself because i ordered the same because it's very rare that when we go to a restaurant that we order the same food yeah we don't order the same food i you know know that there are a lot of people and Mm -hmm. married couples um who may be in this season of life you know where they're trying to figure out well what does self-care look like you know and how do I do it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just want to encourage you not to feel bad right. um, about trying new things and doing new things for yourself that don't include your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, I think your spouse should appreciate the fact that you're doing things to take care of your right. mind, body and spirit. Yeah. Um, because what you do for you is only going to benefit them in the long run. Yep. You know, when you take care of you, when you love on you, then they just get the blessing of you pouring out that extra love onto them. So find ways to love on yourself. Um, Go walk. Yep. You know, go swim. I don't know. Whatever it is. Shave your legs. I don't know. And and, and if you're not married, it's so important for you to establish those Mm -hmm. healthy habits now versus trying to figure it out after you get married. Right. And just think. If I know what you love, when I go out to purchase something for a special occasion, I'm going to buy what you love. I'm not going to give you something that you have no interest in because then I'm going to look like the fool. <laughs> so it helps in that process, I think, too, is like if if you know what you love and you communicate it or I see that you love that thing. Now I can add that to my arsenal you right. know, and, and, and really use that to propel our love for each other yeah that's true yeah it's hard to not know like to go and shop for somebody you don't know what they like because they don't know what they like yeah i can't stand that when it's people like oh anything you know or you get people gifts and i used to be like this Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh thank you and one of my friends is like no if you don't like it say you don't like it (laughs) socks again you know it's like that's what and don't buy things for people that you like right oh thinking that that they like right my god i think we about to switch the whole podcast i'm sorry y'all but (laughs) self-love self-care self-love self-care focus on you because when you focus on loving you and loving you the way that God loves you and seeing yourself one the way that God sees right. you, then it opens up your perspective for you to be able in your heart mm-hmm. for you to be able to love people and see them in a way that God sees them as well. So yeah. hopefully you guys got in some some encouragement from this. Yeah. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to speaking with you on the next episode of Building, Building with, with the Browns. Browns.